0: All right, thanks, Scott Shannon. 25 days till the all-important midterm elections. Uh, you're getting a little feeling in your stomach. I cannot convey in words on this radio program the urgency that I wish I could convey. It's only a radio show because it's, there's, there's a lot of feeling and a lot of emotion behind what I'm trying to convey to all of you. This is a really, really, really important election. Now, some of you have listened a long time. Hannity, you've said that before. This is the most important election, tipping point election. Okay, you're right. Guilty as charged. But this is different. Can you imagine if we don't stop the madness that is the climate alarmist cultist New Green Deal socialist movement Can you imagine even a worst case scenario where the Democrats get control of the House and Senate and they get a bigger majority in the Senate and they end the legislative filibuster? And that means that, uh, yeah, um, uh, the legislative filibuster will be over. They'll pack the courts. They'll move forward with D.C. statehood and Puerto Rico statehood because they think that'll ensure four Democratic candidates. Although I'm not so sure about Puerto Rico. I have different thoughts on that. But you know what the point is. They want. They will make any power move that they think will entrench them in power in perpetuity. And then it's the agenda. We know what the agenda is. Now, you can say it any way, and you can give it any name, any manifestation. Socialism's history of failure. Chapter 4, live free or die. America and the world on the brink. Well, we're at the on the brink point now. I wish I was wrong. I hadn't written a book in 20 years And I just felt compelled. I had to write it because I knew how bad it would get. I didn't think it'd get this bad this fast. That was my only mistake. Everything else I was right on. But I'm not patting myself on the back. I just see it. I know it. You can feel it. You can sense it. You can touch it. And this this will be the implementation. Now, you can look out in L.A. They have this new, what are they calling it? $1,000 $1,000 a month guaranteed income program that they're now basic, they're offering universal basic income with $1,000 monthly payments for three years for about 300 people, ages 18 and 24. Who's paying for that? So we're going to empower our government to confiscate, through taxation, one group of people's money so we can just give it to another group of people's money. You know, look, look at what they try to do. What do you think the student loan program at this time was all about? Biden knows it's unconstitutional. Biden, you, he, the guy that declared that the pandemic is over used the pandemic emergency mechanism to just do this unilaterally and bypass the co-equal branch of government known as the legislative branch. This is not going to hold up, but it's it's an election year scheme it's an election year, oh, I'm going to be the guy, young people, hi, I'm, I'm forgiving your loans. This loan forgiveness is not going to survive in the courts. It's going to be defeated. I'm just telling you, over, eventually it's going to be defeated. If it's not defeated, we got a real pro, bigger problems than we even thought of. You know, why do you think Joe Biden, now that we have discovered the, the depravity of Biden, not only has he repeatedly been rejected by OPEC, OPEC plus as they call it now, OPEC plus is Saudi Arabia, OPEC nations, the plus is Russia because they're all aligned in, in their price fixing scam, taking full advantage of america 's stupidity and america's stupid stupidity is rooted in climate alarmism, and the climate alarmism, just so you understand is that uh they want the price of energy to be higher, so we are forced to transition into what they dream is some type of energy independence with renewable energies they've been saying it to us they, well you're gonna have to suffer in the meantime but you know you might want to get that electric vehicle and yeah i know gas prices are high so first joe biden very cleverly in some sense uh he says all right gas prices are way too high i gotta i gotta lower them before the election so donald trump had about 700 million barrels of oil in the strategic petroleum reserves it's now down in half, about a 50-year low. Now, why is that a, why, why is that a dangerous thing? Because they're there for an emergency. You got a guy that's waving his nuclear weapons around and threatening to, to nuke uh, Europe every single day. His name is Vladimir Putin. And you better take it seriously because, yes, it can happen. This is the guy with indiscriminate bombings that's going on as we speak. He is targeting civilians. He is targeting apartment buildings. He is he targeting high concentrations of innocent civilians. And he's killing them. Now, does it really matter if he kills them with one kind of bomb or a tactical nuclear bomb? Does it matter to a killer? I don't think so. And he's got his back against the wall. And he's an egomaniac. And if history has taught us any one thing, it's you better believe that these these characters do emerge all throughout history. And if you look at the last century alone, we lost oh, 100 million people because of some ism, communism, you know, Mao, uh, China, uh, fascism, Nazism, Imperial Japan. Yeah, evil exists in this world. And I'm saying this, that it is, it is so bad that we're not prepared for an emergency any longer, that Joe compromised national security by reducing it nearly in half a 50-year low are strategic petroleum reserves. Why? It's not an emergency when Joe Biden and the Democrats think that high gas prices will hurt them in the midterm elections. That is not, by definition, an emergency. It's just not. But they did it anyway. Now we know that, and, and, and the stupidity of not tapping into our own resources, you know, OPEC plus, Saudi Arabia, Putin, they'd have no control over us because we've got more natural resources, energy resources than they do. But for whatever reason, the climate cult or cultists will will not allow their minds to be reprogrammed in the common sense. You know, it's okay if we if we import them and we make countries that hate us rich, but we won't produce it domestically, which would be good for national security, good for high-paying career jobs in America for Americans. And also, it would lower the price of the pump. It would lower inflation because it would cost less to produce goods and services and transport goods and services. So that's how stupid we are. And now wait till you get your heating bills this year. Anyway, so Joe did the Strategic Petroleum Reserves, but now we know he did something else. And this is the Saudi Arabia uh, statement that they put out from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs regarding the statements issued about the kingdom uh, by Joe Biden, that there will be ramifications, repercussions for what they did. Uh, tough guy Joe, uh, you know, he's he's getting real tough now. Uh, there aren't going to be any ramifications because he still needs their oil. And we can't ramp up production, nor do I think oil companies trust Joe Biden and the Democrats enough anyway to start investing in new production because it's going to get shut down at a moment's notice and they'll lose tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars It's nuts anyway so in this document the government of the kingdom of saudi arabia would first like to express its total rejection of these statements that are not based in facts and which are based on portraying opec plus plus is russia decision out of its purely economic context this decision was taken uni- unanimously by all member states of OPEC plus group. That's what it says. So they're responding to Joe Biden. They're pissed at Joe Biden. They're mad that Joe Biden is out there saying that there will be retribution and that, you know, we will reexamine our relationship with Saudi Arabia. Then this is the, the killer line here. And by the way, they're not stupid people. They may be hostile, but they're not dumb. And so then in the middle of this, uh, th- this statement, it says, The government of the kingdom of Saudi Arabia would like to clarify that based on its belief in the importance of dialogue and exchange of views with its allies and partners outside of the OPEC plus group regarding the situation in the oil markets, the government of the kingdom clarified through its continuous consultation with the U.S. administration that all economic analysis indicate that postponing of OPEC Plus's decision for a month, according to what has been suggested, meaning Joe is asking for the postponement would have had negative consequences. You know what they did? Not only did Joe Biden go over there and he called Saudi Arabia a pariah nation, called MBS a the murder of Jamal Khashoggi, which he probably is. And yeah, they are a pariah nation. Joe actually got one right for a change. Uh, he went over there and remember he had, in the lead up to that, he had been begging OPEC, begging them to increase production of oil. They wouldn't do it. They rejected him every single solitary time. One time they said, oh yeah, we'll do like another 10 million barrels uh, a year just to, just to shut him up. How humiliating is it that an American president with more natural energy resources than they have is begging them for energy so we can make them rich? They're called oil-rich nations for a reason. They're rich as hell because they are smarter than we are. They understand the world's economy is run on fossil fuels. It's the lifeblood of the world's economy. We've unilaterally disarmed because of climate cultists and we're all paying the price. But I digress. What they're saying here is, Joe, excuse me. Uh, not only did they basically spit in his face and give him the middle finger at the same time and say, no, we're not increasing production. They told him they were going to decrease production. They've known about this for a long time. They've not told us about it. They didn't say that. that oh, I didn't really go there to talk about oil. He's, he's full of Adam Schiff. We all know it. He went there to beg MBS and OPEC to increase production. They said no. They stuck their middle finger in his face. They basically spit on him and said, get the hell out of here. Then, you know, to add insult to injury here, then they said, Not only are we not going to increase production, we're going to decrease production. They told him they would decrease production. Now, rather than be honest and tell we, the American people, the truth, uh, They come back, and they didn't tell us. Joe's next step was not to ask for more production. Can you please delay the announcement for a month? Now, why would Joe want to delay the announcement for a month? Because we got an election in 25 days. And the price of energy and record inflation on top of borders and law and order and safety and security and bad schools, it's on the ballot. So Joe Biden, I think a strong case could be made wanted to collude with the Saudis, with OPEC plus nations, all the OPEC nations plus Russia, to get them to, imp- to, to delay their announcement, their, a decision already made for the purpose of helping Joe Biden in the midterm elections and the Democrats in the midterm elections. That sounds like he's colluding. What do you think the media reaction would be if Donald Trump... You know, had done anything similar, colluding with trying to get foreign countries to influence a midterm election by begging them to delay what they know is the truth that they're going to cut production. He's asking the Saudis, the Russians, and OPEC nations, please delay the announcement just one month till the midterms are over. And they didn't do it, they let this document out to basically shove it down his throat. And humiliate him and the U.S. on the world stage. And guess what? It worked. Then they lectured him. They will preserve their strength of its relationship with friendly countries. But it affirms that the Saudis reject any dictates, actions or efforts to distort the noble objectives to protect the global economy from oil market volatility. Wow. Think they would have done that to Trump? You may not like Trump's style. Trump wouldn't have taken there. Well, he wouldn't have been there in the first place. Smart enough to be energy independent. I know, but you hate his tweets. I know he talks too much about 2020. I know his personality is a little rough around the edges. I'll take him and I'll take the strength uh, and I'll take the fighter over this guy, the corpse. Anyway, another data breach to tell you about. Several weeks ago, American Airlines has discovered their breach, and it exposed sensitive personal information of an undisclosed number of customers. Now, the information was accessed through a breached employee email and could include customers' names, passport, driver's license information, and sadly, even personal medical information. Look, this is what I mean. Every day, all of us are putting at risk on the Internet our personal information. Now... If you have lifelock.com by Norton, well, they will see the threats we all miss on our own. And if they see your information is compromised, you'll get an alert. If your identity is stolen, you'll get a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist that will fix it for you. Now, right now it's a low annual rate, but you'll save an additional 25% off your first year when you call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com. But to save the 25%, you got to use the promo code Hannity. 1-800-LIFELOCK, lifelock.com, promo code Hannity to protect your good name, reputation, finances, and credit score.